0: You are now tuned in to vibing in the D with Lili. So great to have your ears listening. If you'd like to reach me on social media, you can reach me at V-I-B-I-N-I-N-T-H-E-D on Instagram. And please like the Facebook page, vibing in the D with Lili. For advertising, questions, off-topic suggestions, and if you're a local artist that would like your original music featured on this podcast, please email me at vibininde at gmail.com. I cannot wait to see who is the next one to be.
1: All right, what's up, what's up, Detroit? I am talking to, now, should I call you, should I call you Nappy Devi? Should I call you Young Nap? Should I call
2: you Debbie <laughs> <Yeah? What? laughs> um, I mean, at this point, you can call me Naps, you can call me Devi. Whatever you call comfortable with, like, as long as it in tune with the Nappy Devi, it's cool, like, I don't, you
1: know what I'm saying, I ain't tripping. I okay. accept as long as it's genuine it's all love you know because whatever okay well i'm gonna refer to you as nappy debbie because that's how people can find you on the streaming site yes yes yes, right so they need to stream your music because it's dope thank you really 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 thank you thank you thank you i really really appreciate that um i appreciate you for
2: having me on here uh so I know that I needed this this very, these energies right now in this crazy time we're having, you know, everybody being quarantined in. So just to um, openly express, uh, feeling towards my music or whatever, or just anything and just answer questions. I'm excited, you know what I'm saying? I really appreciate you, you know.
1: That's what's allow up. Allow me to be good podcast. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, I was just thinking, um, that was September the 8th of 2019 yeah. that I first yeah. saw you. And uh sound off sound yeah. off Sundays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Shout out to Ken Brad. What up, Ken? Yeah,
2: shout out to Ken. Yeah, I yeah. remember that moment. He yeah. was, 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 yeah. was up there I still remember that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a cool moment too, because it was like uh that was my first time being a spotlight artist. Being like, okay, like, you know, eyes on me type shit. Normally being like the open mic signed up guy, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That yeah. see anybody this come late or early, and it was like that was one of my little moments to get a little light. So that was actually pretty cool that we met like that, and I actually met
3: yeah.
2: a lot of. Uh, I made a lot of uh, met a lot of dope people from that. A lot of dope people from Sound Off, period. Like Sound Off is really gave me a lot of uh, positive light when it came to fans and people really being supportive. And I yeah. love it. Like I really get it. You know, it's really something that. I look forward to doing more. Uh, once I get body here, once this core team shit, you know. I know, you know, right?
1: Got everybody all mm-hmm. locked down. Mhm. So that um, that particular day, it was so funny because you were sitting right next to me, and you were like, oh, "I'm right. an artist." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and, and man, when you went up there, I was blown away. Like you, you were like straight dopeness, like for real. Thank you, thank you, thank
2: you. I remember, yeah, I re- very, I really, really remember, it. and uh, I really appreciate you, like you know, giving me that light that uh, reminisce reminiscent on positive, you know. And that was a that was a moment, like I said before, that was a moment that gave me that light that made me like see my potential as an artist. Like the feedback mm-hmm. I got, and
3: also,
2: um, like I've been doing it for a while, so I mean, I. I was just being myself, saying, like, you know, I wasn't really trying to kind of hype myself up. Like, oh, shit, I'm an artist, too. Watch my point? No, it was mainly just me just, like, yo, check me out, you know, just trying to uh, push push my uh, stuff out there, but also being confident enough to say, look, I got the juice, so. And, really, and,
1: you really know, that, that's how I took it. I took it as you were just, you know, really introducing yourself or whatever. And Mm -hmm. you know it was it was great to be there because that that was my first time at Sound Off Sundays, and um, it it was just it was really really nice. And I had always been looking at videos and you know the different posts that he would make, and I'm like, I got to get there, I got to get there. And I'm so glad that I got there because I got to see you and a few other people. And I'm like, man, this is wild. It's
2: a lot of talent in this city. Yes, man, yes it is. It is. Oh, I agree one hundred percent. Like it's so so much underground talent and then so much people that get like uh you know the that, that exposure. And it's like different levels of it, so it's like you can see the artists that as you can see the artists that and this isn't towards anybody, it's like the artists you know appreciate it a lot and right. they do that shit with with blood, sweat and tears. And then you see the people you know who just kind of like just chasing the fame of it, but you know that goes to show the way that these people are raised or the way they view life themselves. You know, personally, I believe like music, music is a form of expression. So right. I think that's mainly a lot. A lot of times, that's what I do when I perform. That's what I do when I write. I'm expressing myself, regardless if it's just like something bad or me finding a hundred dollars on the floor. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's <laughs> right. just that. That moment is just to sit back and realize, you know, I'm human, and also try to relate to any individual, regardless of skin tone or, you know, sex. Is like, you just want to, you just want to be yourself, but be comfortable enough to
1: give these people what they want to hear. Right, right. So you, I, I like your style uh, because you kind of sing and then you flow with the lyrics. I, I really like mm-hmm. that. It's a very unique sound. You have a unique sound about yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. it was a couple of posts that you had on Instagram that mm-hmm. I actually actually screen recorded them so that I could put them in this podcast. They won't be mm-hmm. viewed, but the mm-hmm. the audio the audio of it will be in the podcast. Because I was just like I was sitting there like this dude is just doing the damn thing. <laughs>
4: Uh 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 uh. Hey. Uh uh uh. uh. Yeah. Uh, uh uh uh. Yo. Yeah. If you don't stop, but for them red boys, get you from the 4820 fat. Yeah. If you don't stop, but for them red boys, yo. Once upon a time it was a nigga who was blacker than the back of the bus seat, who were where the bloods meet yo, he was a venomous lyricist not a criminal, he killed the whole black with a bar, need a ear to listen though, wicked individual blow your whole hood down, if you get getting critical, Wolfgang listen it, anime images on his t-shirt, Never headed, little innocent the introvert, crushing the higher power, while he getting higher find a better way to celebrate reflection so I surround yourself so with those who neglect pure melanin Play it back nigga uh, Just to let it settle in My element is me dog I times three dog So bury me alive With the mirror so I be God uh, Step to me now If you really can't compete I slap the shit Out of three, five, seven Just to beat odds. Yeah If you don't stop But for them red boys Get up from the 48205 Yeah If you don't stop But for them red boys Get up from the 48205 Yeah If you don't stop
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was dope And um, as, as far as your music is concerned, tell me about Seven Eleven. That's your most recent release, and I see you have the the different things that people normally would get out of a Seven Eleven. Tell me how that whole project came about.
2: Okay, so I wrote. Uh, it's always confusing because like Seven Eleven was wrote mainly last year. Like, I wrote mm-hmm. the whole tape probably, like, I want to say the, in the summer, like, like early summertime before it started hitting, like, June. probably, like, around this time, like, May. It's, but I wrote it all last year, and it's from, like, my, my experiences in 2016. Uh, like, it's big, mainly, 7-Eleven is really a drive. Like, that whole skit or whatever, me and my friends, it's a drive to the convenience store. It's a convenience project on our way to the convenience store and me and my friends are, we just high and we kicking it, we vibe and having a good time. And when I heard the skit, it was really just young Debbie. That's like, that's like 18, 19 year old Debbie. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, and I'm hearing myself and, uh, and just reminiscing to those times that I once had with former friends, uh, who I no longer keep up with or just are friends with at the moment. Um, and it's like, uh, It made me feel like, okay, let me tell my uh, little, because it was mainly supposed to be like a freestyle within the drive, like me freestyling with my friends Mm -hmm. driving, like like us having a good time, just being stoner kids. But it also goes into the reality of like what it is like being the black boy, the the weird black kid from the neighborhood, um, and me just being my creative self when it came to the titles and shit. Like I just wanted to be different. I didn't want it to be like, the song was typically named like Bad, Bad, Bad. That song is named Bad, Bad, Bad because that's in the, the fucking, I'm sorry for the cussing, but that's in the hook. So with like 7-Eleven, it was like me just, because you ain't going to find no song named Muffin, really. You ain't going to find no song that's Arnold like, right. or fry. you look that right. up, you're going to be one of the first names to pop up. So it's like, okay, cool. And it's also just me just being like out of the norm, like just trying to Give a, a different type of theme for this narrative uh, writing, cause it was it was a story within like um, just different types of flows and types of energy that I was sitting Like when it came to like the first track, that means me explaining my uh, experiences from like thinking outside the box uh, of the normal that you know, everybody else think outside. Like mainly with it when I goes into like, um, so what do I do now? Become a famous artist if I knew how? I guess the renaissance is when I open my mouth to tell the fucking world everything I'm thinking about me just opening up about how I feel, my thoughts itself, like just somebody who, who don't follow the status quo or whatever. So, And then goes into that depression side of it with Arnold Palmer and uh, featuring Asia Bell. So I have to her, she made a job with that. Um, I really
1: like that track.
0: irene with cbiz media inviting you to watch us on comcast 20 in detroit on saturdays from 10 to noon submit your own videos and be a part of the show as well check us out on youtube at cbiz media and if you like more details on being a part of the show just send me a text at 313-681-1521 that's 313-681-1521 or email me at cbiz at yahoo.com join the
2: show Yeah, that's one of my
1: favorite. Tracks. A lot
2: of people like that track. Uh, um, it's, it's funny it's,
1: it's you vibing. said. It's, fun. it's, it's funny, muffin and Arnold Palmer. I really like. Yeah,
2: the bangers, the vibes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I, Arnold, I really, li- I really like Bad, 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 but that's that's on the that's yes. yeah. Well, Arnold Palmer, it, yeah, what yeah. were you saying?
2: But Arnold Palmer um, was mainly, like, uh, I wrote Arnold Palmer when I was working at uh, the, the cooking spot. Fuck it, I'm going to say, I was working at Outback, and I was a cook at Outback, and I okay. hated it. Like, I, it, it was whack. <laughs> like, it was so whack. It was like, um, I, I knew how to cook, and they just try to keep me on salads. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to make salads, like, because they got, like, sections in there. So it's like, we got mm-hmm. the people on the grill, we got the people on the oven, like, the stove, and we got people on the fryer and we got the salad makers and the salad makers make the dessert shit. So I was like, no, I was only probably, like, I was only probably there for like three, three four months. And within those three months, they kept me on salad. So I'm like, bro, I can cook, bro. I've been at so many cooking spots. Like, I cook at the crib. I know how to cook. I'm ai I can cook, man. Put me on the grill. So that was whack that they just never allowed me to use my best effort, never allowed me to show that I was above that cooking life. And that was making Word. me mad. So they had new management there because the store itself was completely all over the place when I got in there. I got, almost got hired in the spot, but due to, like, you know, how employment was with everything taking its time, they literally needed workers because the workers there were soldiers all over the place. People would call off. They, like, people would quit. It was just one of those jobs where it was, like, they needed help bad, But then wow. it got to the point where they had, they had new management and they had new people in there. So now, because it's changing around without our consent, and now uh, vibes are different. Now we kind of, like, I'm not getting trained on nothing correctly but then they expect me to do something like bro i wasn't trained on this like i don't even know some of this stuff so it's like okay it got to that moment where it was like i i was ready to quit so i i was like i told myself like i called off and was like like mainly like uh no i'm sorry they changed the schedule without my consent like i seen the next week's schedule when i went mm-hmm.
3: like
2: the day before i left and they made they changed the schedule and put like some bullshit on there like like, maybe come in the next day, and I wasn't on the schedule. So, they called me, like, yo, you know you're supposed to be at work. You're not at work right now. Where are you? And I'm like, I'm not on the schedule. And i like, uh like, yes, you are. So, I looked on the – because, you know, it's all on the phone. I looked on the internet, and I'm on the schedule. And I'm like, what? Okay. So, it bothered me. I was already in my head about quitting. I'm already bothered by it. I'm like, look, I ain't coming in, bro. I'm, I'm having a real bad anxiety attack. So, I don't really want to come in. Like, my anxiety was bad. Just that whole job, the energy there was bad. So I, I didn't come in, and then they they tried to fire me the next day. They actually did fire me the next day. I'm about two weeks in, and they was like, they was like, no, you ain't got to for two weeks in. You ain't got to come back, basically. But the wow. first, the, before before I went in the next day, I wrote that song on apartment. I wrote it that like the day before I went to work. and know, the first lyrics was first thing that came to my mind was next time I won't call my job. Next time I won't pick up because they was calling me saying like, you know, you about you you late for work. And then it's going like uh, I won't pick up the phone when they call next time. I won't even bother to try to give them my consent and make it seem like I'm an employee that care. When you guys obviously don't care about me, you know. So right. it was like, um, and then me going into and when you are on my mind, next time I'll forget you. That's that's with anything. That's with uh, with uh, bad bad friends. Like you know, with uh, negative situations, negative environment. Anything that right. gives you a, a a heavy set mind. Is next next time you on my mind next I'll forget you like I'm not I'm not trying to be in that category I'm not trying to be in that
3: lane right and now that, of, right in
2: exactly. that space yeah exactly you're reminding me of my anxiety now I can't hardly sleep without a blunt of three. like everybody know whoever knows me I'm a smoker so I sneak a lot and and when I'm anxious so I smoke like I try to keep myself level headed with the with the trees you know stay up in the air with the birds. That of
1: being down here with the <laughs> the, the
2: humans seem the, the to do the most, so
1: Right. Yeah. That's what's up. That holds up. Yeah, thank you. It's it's uh, yeah. it's really cool when when people you know, when their their music reflects personal, mm-hmm. you know, things that they have dealt with or gone through and and I I like that about about your work because it, it, you can feel the heart so in it you know even when even when you post on Instagram you know on your stories or whatnot just the you can tell you're passionate about it so and it, and I like that.
2: Thank you, thank you. That really means a lot. And it's true. Like I thank you. Like this uh, hearing this is really really helpful because uh this shit it, it means the world to me. Like I've been making music for a really long time. Like, uh, I started off writing poetry when I was like 11, just in school, um, dealing with it. My teacher actually put me here to, like, trying to cope through uh, uh, worldly things and what I was already dealing with in my own home. So it was mm-hmm. like that's where the passion of it came from, expressing myself through the pain and uh, the hardships, and it's getting a therapy the for you. It. Exactly. And getting the feedback I was getting from, like, uh, either friends in the neighborhood or, you know, siblings and, like, uh, uh, aunties and uh, other relatives. It was just, like, um it was, at first it was kind of, like, uh, a love-hate thing. Some of it would be, mm-hmm. like, it was genuine, like, oh, shit, daddy got it. And some of it was, like, it was, like, um, you want to rap now? You know what I'm saying? like Oh, you want to rap, too? You know, because when, when you hear somebody say they want to rap or they make music, they always got that, oh, you you another one of those. So it made me more. It made me more um, driven to prove a point. Not prove a point because I ain't. I ain't doing this shit for nobody. It was just like to say I got it. Like, and I'm just not trying to be a hey, yeah ass rapper. I'm not trying to be a a mumble rapper. I'm trying to actually say something. I'm. I have a point to get across. It's like, yeah, you, you, you have me.
1: messages.
2: Exactly. You are gonna hear me, or you gonna get pushed out the way? So right. Yeah.
1: Like Yeah, I when when things. I when I hear people say that they that they um like, you know, I was a lift driver or whatever before all this mm-hmm. crap. And, you know, I would pick people up and, and I would be you know, I would tell people about my podcast. Sometimes I would have some of the episodes playing and um mm-hmm. this one lady she was like, You gotta you gotta check my son out. You gotta check mm-hmm. him out and have him on your podcast and I was like, Okay, I'll check him out. But she, you know, told me Oh Jesus. She told me where you know, where to find his music on on YouTube or whatever. And I was just sitting there like, What am I listening to right now? <laughs> That's wild. I mean, like you said, you know, it's a form of expression, but his expression I was not yelling with. It was it wasn't anything I could relate to or understand really. So I yeah.
2: was just, I was just like, nah, I'm gonna leave that
1: one. Yeah. I can't, I sense. can't be fake. You know what I'm saying? To have someone yeah. be like, yeah, be on my podcast, and then I'm not really into your stuff or your music game. Don't right. do nothing for right. me at be, all. Yeah. That don't make no sense. Right. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> that's true. That be bull. That'd be, bold. That'd be bold you ask the questions you can't even really answer cuz you don't even fuck with their music
1: like <laughs> right i don't know nothing about them cuz i couldn't get into it you know so i don't even i don't even try and do that if 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 somebody if i have somebody on the podcast it's because i really appreciate what they do and i i think they're talented period thank you thank you as well
2: i really really appreciate that
4: yeah. Never. I am just another nigga with a lot to say. Smoke weed, rap, and watch anime. I don't spend nights in my mama's place. So don't you play me like a kid, nigga. Watch your face before I smash it, bash your head into the pavement. Watch your tone, nigga, cause I ain't got the patience. At your home until you run me my pavement. Raid a whole block and I ain't talking about breaking. Oh, Really, it's cold in my city, working hard, nigga, trying to get home in my city, on God, so I don't need your motherfucking pity, innocent, melanin, she the boy trying to get me, I am just a tank waiting to go up, better run my checks before I show up, about to make a scene, nigga, at your job, now the staff watching me pull your whole car, nigga, don't play with me, see what I'm saying, G, I need my money in full, no H to beat, I was never trying to come at you angrily, but my skin got your so chance of braiding me, so here's a nigga talking shit, 6'2, never hit it, just barging it, often cooler than most, so positive, and shit smooth. To my fucking deposits Then uh, on guard your bitch Damn Take me as a joke My nigga I'm an embassy And just when he float I figure go to the lake And touch what the boat My nigga High as hell Like damn really rolls a swimmer I'm the type to burn your milk And leave a note at your door So no one can tell He ain't living anymore He gone for real And make an eBay account To pay my bills so, Now you're uh, Good kid gone wrong Alienated from the world He phone home Higher in a bitch I shit in the own zone. I'ma crash my ship On the street you live on Say shit My nigga I need my Have you on your break Let's save all
2: I'm glad I'm, to be a part, to be honest. I really needed something to clear my head. Like Especially in this time, we're all in. A lot of things yeah. can, we can see real crowded in our own homes because it's, it's just being stuck in the house. We can't just go take a seat at a restaurant. You know, we want our favorite meals with the team or with your, with your friends. And it's just like you kind of, in this moment where you got to deal with your issues, your personal problems, and try to see what it is that you need to do to fix it or to try the better, your best to get over it and grow from it and move past it. Because it's hard to let go of things that still affect you to this day, regardless if you're, like, 40. I'm only, like, 23. Regardless if you're 45 to 50, to you can't learn to let go of certain things it becomes harder to move forward. So Very I think true. this quarantine has really gave me a sense of clarity in a way because when it came to me actually sitting down with my own reflection and telling myself like, all right, look, this is bothering you. What are you going to do about it? It became um, a challenge at first, but then it came like it got to the point to where I had to open up to about about what I felt or I had to, um, talk to somebody that I was dealing with on a negative level, because it was bothering me so much that I'm getting anxiety and I am barely, you know, can focus at the day to day tasks because I'm just thinking about it so heavy being stuck in the house.
1: Right. So, yeah. yeah, I have noticed that as well because you know I'm over here. <laughs> it's just me and the cat. You know he can me out. He can me out, but he can't have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, he punked, right. He, he's just looking at me like, "Are you crazy?" Because I have had a conversation yeah. with him, and he just sitting there yeah. looking at me like, and? Right. So, like you can fill a ball like, up. This morning. <laughs> it's just like it, it, in the in the quiet. You mm-hmm. you 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 have you forced to think about things. You're forced to acknowledge certain things about yourself or about your surroundings or whatever. And right. and this, this quarantine has I'm pretty sure has touched everybody in some kind of way, you know? Yeah. yeah. I agree one hundred percent. And it's so it funny, is, uh... that was one of the questions I was gonna ask you. How <laughs> how has the pandemic been treating you?
2: It's uh it's been like I go go completely exactly what I exactly what I said before. It's been treating me. It's been a learning lesson. It's also it's been growth, personal growth, mm-hmm. learning to uh, deal with my problems, and also trying to better my circle. My circle because I won't say uh, people that I evolve myself around on a daily, but when it comes to working with certain individuals, um, I think I'm growing around that. Like okay. I'm still an upcoming artist. Like I, as I said, I'm only 23, and I, I actually enjoy. I enjoy like the way it is. I'm doing me. Like I have people who genuinely enjoy the music, who genuinely support, who genuinely really rock with me. And I don't right. want to. I don't. I don't want to seem like I'm over popular. I don't want to try to blow up too soon when I'm not ready. Because I already know how the industry. I don't know exactly how the industry is, but being an outsider looking in, I can see the uh, flaws within the. Um, the things that look so big and glamorous, um, so it gave me a sense of like uh, direction as what type of artist I want to be. Like, um, I'm I'm not trying to be in the lane. Like, every time somebody hears somebody conscious, they always, oh, you a Kendrick Lamar or oh, you a like something like that. I'm not trying to be in the lane of anybody. I just want to be my own personal lane. No, I'm trying to be, be
1: you, myself.
2: right? Exactly. I'm, I want to just be myself and and allow, and allow people to f- uh, feed off of me, not trying to. For, like, or what they is expect me to be or who they think I'm influenced by. It's just mainly just listen to the song and just, like, get your own interpretation of the artist or me. But it's also helped me write, because uh, I've been writing, like, back and back, back and forth. Like, recently, I've just been, like, kind of working, trying to get my shit together. But when it came to, like, verses and me writing shit and, like, uh, features, people, like, trying to send me tracks and shit they want to do. It became, like, cool because it's like, all right, now I'm not stuck at work and I can think of these bars and I can jump right on these tracks real quick and just do what I can. And I'm one of those artists who I take my time. I, I'm not about to just jump on some shit. If somebody sent me something and they, they expect me to write that shit at a day, if, if I'm feeling it, if the vibe is there, I can write it, like, right there, like, 30 seconds. Or, right. video, you know, not 30 seconds, but, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I can write it right then and there. But if it gives me... If I if I'm in a moment of my life and it ain't got nothing to do with music now if I'm in a moment to where I'm already kind of clashing in my head with certain situations like personal problems family issues I it takes me a little time to jump right on there because I'm still a human at the end of the day I think a lot of people forget that they always see this artist thing because it 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 it's it, it's crazy like it's crazy that like, I'm not popping popping but I'm on a come up you know what I'm saying so it's like it, it's intriguing to see uh certain people all over, be like, yo, I heard this, be like, where are you from? Be like, you know, I'm from this, I'm from Florida, I'm from Chicago, be like, damn, okay, cool. (laughs) But then it's like, um, it makes you feel like, all right, you doing something, you know, keep going. Uh, And it's like, uh, my expectations for what's next is uh, I don't want to think too highly, but I just want to just go with the flow. Like, I don't want to make music like, okay, when it got to the point to where what people expect, I want to make music what I expect, what I when people, what I enjoy personally because that's all the music I've ever put out everything to 7-Eleven to that, that, that it's all personal shit that I already enjoy and then it became like okay now everybody else do so it's like I want to keep making right. music like that and I'm pretty sure the numbers keep rising, the fans, the supporters keep rising and I'll be where I want to be and eventually so
1: yeah that's what's up so you, when some when somebody sends you a, a B or or anything of that nature, if you if you're not really feeling up to doing anything with it, do you, do you have a, a issue telling them no, or do you?
2: That is uh that is so okay
1: because I'm already so bad at
2: giving bad news. Like I I suck. If somebody told me, you try on your shoulders were like uh, people that are uh uh take be like, oh does this make my uh uh this make me look fat or something. Does this shirt make me look fat? I, I <laughs> like a motherfucker. Not one hundred percent. I wouldn't be like, hell no. I'll be like, I mean, you know, throwing some different pants, even though that shirt, she looked like a whole like like uh nothing. I ain't gonna go too much into that. But you know what I'm saying, like that whole concept I am so bad at giving bad news and it's like it and, and it's not like it's it's some artists out here who be dope, and it'd be like, okay, I for sure jump on the feature, because usually I know my worth as an artist. I was like, yo, I could probably charge for features, because it's like I'm good, like I, and it's not even trying to be cocky. I I got the flow, I got like cadence, hey, I can bring a dope ass hook that's gonna make some people vibe. But like, okay, this is catchy for sure. Especially if you want me, like the hook. Oh yeah, bro, I, I'm gonna need some a little something something. But if I'm feeling the artists, I'm feeling what they got going on. They already kind of dope. And just regardless of the fan base or anything. I'm a rock with it. And I just don't like the rush thing. Like don't rush me. Don't rush me and do nothing. And then it is like some artists that it'd be like you hear it and you be like, Yeah, bro, you just need a little work. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, um, I like the beat. The beat dope. You know what I mean? It's like you trying to I know. Trying to feed it to the it's good. The beat's good with the verses, eh. like so it's like Yeah, it's and it's so weird that you mentioned that because I I I was uh, I'm not gonna say nobody's name but I was at that point that point to where somebody asked me to be on something and I was like look I usually charge fifty blah 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 and first like literally dude first was like no I don't feel like I I should do that like I don't feel like I'm I don't I don't think it's I'm not comfortable really paying fifty dollars so I'm like okay cool whatever blah 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 so then so I think this right after the rap city little show whatever dude hit me up again was like oh so I am willing to. Pay fifty dollars for you know a feature with Nappy David, yada yada yada. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then he tagged me in the song, and I hear it, and I'm just like, Ooh. um, <laughs> I couldn't even like it, and I was just like, because I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to just give like, say yeah, bro, fire, and be lying. So I'm like, all right, um, okay. <laughs>
1: It's, it's a so, it's a situation. Yeah. It, it puts you in a situation when it's hard for yeah, you to, yeah. to you God, know, to keep some. But you know what? The, the crazy part about that is it's like sometimes people need to hear the truth. They don't have to be given to them in a harsh way, but sometimes right. they need to hear the truth. Like some right. people can write their ass off, but they also think they can sing, but they cannot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's people mm-hmm. that can sing their ass off but they can't write. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's people that can they can make fire beats and some people can't they don't even know how to say doodly do. You know, it's it's just yeah, but you got it. you got people out here lying to people and then you got a bunch of people like they on the American Idol tryouts making a fool of themselves. Man. You know?
2: And they didn't embarrass themselves. And you right, though. you 100% right when it comes to, like, some people need to hear that shit. Because a lot of. Because it, it, it. Personally, I wouldn't want to go out there and look like a fool. So I would rather one of my, like, close homies to put me here, like, yo, bro, I don't think you should go on that stage, bro, and try to rap. Because you're not ready yet, my nigga. Like, maybe you need to give it some time. And then it. And it makes. It bothers me because I've been. I've been that artist that people doubt it. You feel me? Like, okay, right. I've been, not because of my cadence or my flow or like, or like, cause I've, I've been good. You know, like I've gotten better over the years, but it's like, uh, I, this, just being an artist in general, like you always gonna have somebody like, oh, you trying to rap too, blah, blah, blah. Like, and it it's, this goes into me, like um, why I be so, um, it still shocks me to this day. Like having fans, like people come up to me genuinely admiring my performance and I'd be like, Whoa and it, it sometimes it's a shocker because I I grew up the out like I was like the the nerd kid who like drew like anime and watched like cartoons and shit and had his mm-hmm. homies and we like play like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit. Like I I grew up in the you know in the hood. I was shit had multiple friends in gangs and crazy environments. Like I've been through the you know, the dirt, the mud. I've seen it all. But I was always the kid. I was never the follower. Like, I never really wanted to be in the street. I never, it just never was me. So I didn't have the popularity even in school. Like, my popularity came, like, 11th, 12th grade when I started making music. My popularity came from music, and it's crazy. When me and my friends, like, uh, we made, I'm, like, we was in a music group and shit, like, 11th, 12th grade. We was actually mm-hmm. getting exposed. Like, people in class, I remember one day in class, and it, it should always be. A very big shocker of mine. I was literally in a computer class, and this uh, dude was like, "Yo, you heard the last tribe? That was the name of the group or whatever." He was talking to some other kid, and I'm right there behind him. I'm literally like, "What?" So then I walked up, like, "What you just say?" "Oh yeah, the group you in? Yeah, man, you guys are dope. I check out your music." So after that, days and became like it was just different. Like we popular now. We we walking up the street, people talking about tribe. People seeing us, they like tribe, and it was like, "Whoa, wow. what the fuck?" Exactly. And, and, and that's how I felt, like, wow. like And it was, like, the high schoolers, we talking about smoking and skipping class and having fun, basically the stoner shit. So and then now me, even though my solo shit and just doing it myself, also still thinking back to being that kid who wasn't always the spotlight. Like, I was just a regular kid in the hallway. You probably didn't even notice. And then now getting off the stage and people, like, Rushing towards me, not like on some fan fans type, like, but rushing towards me. Like I go outside to smoke, a whole crowd follow me to talk to me, and I'm like, oh shit. Just you know, to what
1: let I mean? you That's... know they appreciate your music. Exactly, and it's like yeah.
2: it's a it's 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 a shocker in a positive way. It it really makes you see more of your worth. Like, damn, people really enjoy this shit. People like don't stop, keep going. Like I remember so many other artists, and it's different being. In the, in the artist lane, because a lot of artists like to compete with each other. And it's, it's true, regardless of whoever, like, a lot of artists tend to be supportive, but they tend to compete also, because it's it's like, they don't understand the concept, like, we, it's enough room for everybody, so everybody's trying exactly. to get in. Exactly, say it again.
1: They,
2: exactly. They are, and I'm pretty sure it's like that in other categories, too, like, shit, journalism, you know, comedy, anything. Everybody always it, trying it to is. It, I, I'm it is. I'm already sure. I'm already... I'm aware because you can see it, you can sense it in a room. And then it's like, yeah. it's weird being in a, a, a friendly environment of artists, artists that you you know can smoke a blunt with, artists you can chill with, but they also still got that competitive rush. Like, you know, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to get more likes. I'm still trying to get more power. I'm still trying to get more plays. I'm still trying to get more views. And that was never the case for me. Like I never really cared about people, I never really cared about a thousand screams. I never really cared about a hundred likes. It only became like that when I started be, be becoming too much of a social media head. It became like, all right, look. And then I had to set, but that's nothing the quarantine thing kind of helped me with. Like I had to set back and think about the purpose, why I started making music in the first place. I didn't ever do this shit to appeal to somebody. I did it to help For my yourself. own reflection. Exactly. Right. So it was like, I don't wanna get miss I don't wanna misinterpret this journey. I don't wanna get through off track seeing other people's routes, understanding other people's successes and trying to dwell that within my own. I can't do that because it would slow my slow me on my tracks. Knowing how far I've came, not even just an artist as an individual from like yeah. having nothing to like having my own. It's like I can't stop and I I, won't- I can't get distracted. I, I wanna allow myself to get distracted just because of um, what the people expect instead of what I already appreciate myself because those are the people who appreciate the more, the genuine, the real supporters who really like can see it and like can hear it and and reflect off of it. Like I can tell, like do what you said, you can re- you can feel it within the music. You know what I'm saying? That was purposeful, and I really enjoyed the fact that you said that. Like. You can feel the music. That's all I want. I don't want you to just feel the beat. I don't want you to just feel the melodies and the sound. I want you to feel the lyrics, the words, the vibrations, because music is nothing right, the but a whole, vibe. The
1: whole deal, yeah. Exactly,
2: exactly. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, 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 that's what's up, because the competition and the, you know, social media can kind of like, I don't know, so it's cool but at the same time it can it can ruin it can ruin things, you know, because yeah. that yep. whole competitive thing and you know, how many does somebody like it? You know, I've seen I've mm-hmm. seen some people, some artists, just people in general, they don't if somebody don't like their post they'll delete it.
3: Mhm. Yep. They
1: they, they will delete it so quick. You like well, what happened? Or you? Mm-hmm. It's been times where I was about to comment on something, and it, and was, it gone. was like, it was like a, you you error. You can't do this or something. I'm like, what the hell? So I refresh the thing, mm-hmm. and and it's gone. And I'm like, what happened? But it's like right. some people, if if they post something and within two three minutes they don't get enough likes or comments, they will delete it, and they'll be delete. in the corner crying. <laughs> I'm already aware, man. It's, it ain't so... it's not that serious. If, if if you're not if it's not something you're passionate about,
3: mm-hmm. it's not
1: gonna go it's not gonna go in a good way because exactly. you're not passionate about it. You you trying to please other people when at the end of the day you gotta make sure that you're happy with what you're doing.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I agree one hundred percent. Like that's the main objective. Like imagine being a little uh, outsider kid in the hood, who they used to call, like, uh, the white boy just because he talked proper, like, it mm-hmm. just was different. just didn't fit in with... I, I didn't want to run with the gangs. I didn't want to claim hoods. Like, that just wasn't me. Like, I grew up, you know, I grew up seven mile, like, east side type shit, but mm-hmm. I don't work out, and I never allowed myself to allow that to be my statement, to be my my logo. So it was like... um. I want to be a black individual with guidance, like, but I also want to be a black individual with something to say. Like, don't get me twisted. I'm not too conscious to the point to where I can't talk my shit and just you know go ham on the artist or whoever trying to you know belittle me. But right. um, I want to, I want to I wanna be heard not just from the black perspective, not just from the nerds, not just from the thugs, not just from males or females, anybody. I want to be heard from anybody who can understand, like. Because music isn't, everybody's music is for everybody. Like, I'm pretty sure it's artists that I can name that, you know, you probably don't enjoy or artists you name I probably haven't even heard from old school to new school or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because everybody, everybody got their own personal ear. But for those who are willing to listen, I want them to understand where I'm coming from. I want them to get something from the music. Like, I don't want you to just vibe out. And, and if you can get up and dance to it, that makes it even better because dancing was always, like, my like go to being a kid, so that was always like you know, yeah. yeah that all that's always been in black culture. Like right? we always danced and like to keep ourselves to keep ourselves level. That's a way of exercise. So it's like that's a good coping mechanism. So it's like whatever anything that I can do through songs, through words, to get to move somebody. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. it's like um being an artist within this lane, like and meeting different artists to people who um, who I can say are my good friends to people who I don't even communicate with anymore. And it's like um, understanding what you said back back to the passion thing, seeing the people who are passionate about it and, like, you can see it. Like, you can tell when somebody really cared to the point to where you can hear the blood, sweat, and tear through the music. And you can tell right. from the person who's just kind of doing it for clout, who's just doing it just for the likes and the exposure. And those tend to be no disrespect to these people. Those tend to be the people who fall up in a way. And I'm not gonna, you know, like I can't say what the universe right. has in hope I can't, I can't judge them from from their own perspective because I don't, I don't know what it's like to be in these people's shoes. They don't know what it's like to be me. But from right. my own personal, from my own personal standpoint, it's like I know, I know who I am, and I don't want the media to create who I am or to form me and to be somebody that I'm not. For the sake of their own pockets, because a lot of a lot of artists are so quick to sign a contract and be shit out of luck and get through on the shelf after a year or two in that contract. So it's like right. being smart about it. Being smart about it is what I'm trying to do with music, with my words, with my image. It's just, just, just. It's, but also enjoying it. Like I don't want to make music to the point to where I'm getting agitated just trying to appeal back to the audience. I just want to enjoy everything. the the drive, the performing, the releasing, the, sh- the videos, the shows. I just want right. it to be fun. Like, I don't want it to become a job because I hate my job. Like, you know, so I want it to be a career. I don't like jobs. So, right. you know what I mean?
0: But they said, good. job ain't nothing but... Experience the vibe. Every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube Live. Let's have lunch chat and just have a good old time see you there subscribe to experience on youtube that's xp3 e r y n c e and make sure you click the notification bell so that you'll know every time there's new
2: content added the work bro you feel me and i don't want to feel like work i want to like i want to feel like home like i want to i want to go in the studio I really had to start working with a certain engineer because of his energy. Like his energy been like that for a good while, and yeah. and I actually worked with him. I actually worked with him on 711, but I had to cut him off right after that because he tried to play this role, and it was just like, and it was just so it was so negative. It was so like uh, egotistic. It was like so it it, it really was a bother, and it's something that I've been dealing with for a while, and that goes back to me not being able to give bad news. And I've been trying to like knowing that the quality sound good, knowing that I'm in a good space when I come mm-hmm. to the sound, but I'm not in a good creative space because he got something to say about this, he got something to say about that. Like bro, I'm paying you, bro. Can you chill? Like he literally, you That's messing so up right. the vibrations, like, you fucking up the vibes, and it's not even about the money. But I realized it was when it came to our conversation. It was like you know me for years, and all you would ask me, for is when next time he comes to the studio. It was, ain't no, how your mama been? No, you know what I'm saying? Bro, you all right, bro? You know what I'm saying? It, it's right. never been a friendly environment to the point that where, like, oh, this the homie. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't never been like, you know, I'll pull up and share a blunt and play some music and free studio time, which I don't mind. I don't care because I know you got to make your money, too. But you you talking about how much you believe in me and how cold I am and how this and that. But you also giving me this negative-ass, like, you, like negative, negative-ass energy. You really just hear for your own benefit. And you're not, back to the not being passionate about it. You just want the money. You're not passionate about this shit. You can't yeah. be, because if you were, your, your tone wouldn't be the same. Your reaction wouldn't be the same. The whole point of you wanting this shit for the money, everything gotta be money, If it ain't about, oh, you pulling up and doing it because you know how talented I am, because you know how good I am, and you say it so much, but you're still trying to charge me so much. Like, fuck that. Like, no. Like, yeah,
1: that's, that's a crazy whack shit.
2: That's,
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot um, of that. It's a lot of that out here. It's a lot. It's a and it's a it's a, it's a it's a reason why a lot of artists are independent artists.
2: Yeah. True.
1: Because yeah, you know people, you know they they say yeah I want to bring you on my team whatever blah 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 but like you said it ends up being all about that almighty dollar and not really giving a care about it, the artist. It, yeah, and that's not that's whack.
2: It takes the love out of it. It takes the, the it takes the passion out, and it, it seems like work again. You know what I'm saying?
1: It doesn't right. seem
2: it doesn't seem like it's something you are passionate about. You trying to uh, be fluent through like your creative um, experience when it comes to you know being in the studio and just expressing yourself and shit. It just seems like a job. It seems more tedious. It seems like 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 you on a clock like and it is kind of like that being in the studio like you on the clock it's like an hour how much hours you pay for but i i've been to multiple different studios and it's been times where we just smoked and the environment was cool and chill and i didn't feel like i was rushed out and yeah. being being somebody who worked with me for so long it was like i needed to change i even wrote on my vision board that i need to go to a new studio another studio i need to find somewhere where I'm creatively comfortable, where I can really say I come in here and do my part, and have an engineer that's gonna rock with me, not gonna make me feel like like he just he just agitated about something. It don't even have to be towards the recording. It can be his own personal agitation, what whatever going on in that nigga head. And it's like right, well, dang, and I now be. they do
1: they need to bring that to the studio. You I feel me? Mean, you. This is
2: where we come to vibe and create and be in the in a more so spiritual environment because this is music. Right. This, is, this is something that people feel. So when it's like I'm giving up what I'm feeling through the vibe through the songs, why the fuck is you feeling the opposite of that? And it's like, right. it's like, that's it's crazy working with people like that because it's like that. It's like that with a lot of things. It's not just for engineers. It can be like that working with certain photographers. It can be like that. I ain't never came across a photographer. I work with that like that. So, But it can be like that with anything. It can be like, uh, certain relatives It can be Just people you just Don't click with Like It's um it's, it's it's so much Shit around that Like And And it was like Somebody that I Would Wanted to Prolong the um, Musical relationship With because it was So well kept And like the Quality was good But when it came To the personal Understanding of like Do you get How your energy Kind of can affect A lot of things When it comes to Recording and right. niggas just don't niggas you know it's hard for somebody to catch on to their own flaws or somebody to be like, What? Like and if I'm not the only one that said it, then it's just so sure accurate. So it's like, yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> so what, what type of things um inspire you for the I know you said a lot of you know, your music is personal um mm-hmm. personal experiences, but like as far as um what's some of the things or people or that
2: you've gotten inspired by? Um, writing in general, uh, I was inspired by, uh, I, and I was seriously like, when it, okay, I'm going to go with rapping first. Rapping, mm-hmm. I was inspired by, like, as I said, I started with poetry and shit. I was inspired by Eminem when it came to rapping. Like, me trying to grab a mic and talk some shit because mm-hmm. just, um, I don't know, like, uh, growing up, uh, former stepdad was like yo you like making music and shit you like writing like you know rhyming poetry listen to this is his white boy he from here so I checked mm-hmm. out MSN and then my cousin was also playing uh, Sim Shetty uh, Hi My Name Is and shit mm-hmm. and then he just became one of my personal favorites. like after I heard like his storytelling and how his weird quirky way was of just like expressing himself like being bullied and talking shit and about like being a rapper killing other rappers and it was kind of weird and uh, dark but it was also creative and vibey and it was just like Eminem is creative as hell creative as fuck so i was like yo this is this is dope like listening to it so that became like the whole rap sense when it came yeah. to like me me writing and telling stories and me not stories but like you know telling about my experiences like should i go through real stories like basically like writing a book um that became like Andre 3000 and, like, the Kendricks. Uh, Andre was really a goat when I heard, like, his flow pattern and how he would, like, wordplay with certain things. And he got a song that's very uh, underground. It's no hook on it at all. It's just him rapping off of some uh, melodic beat uh, called uh, The Story of Andre Benjamin. And it's about his life, how he came up in the... Uh, ATL, you know, how he was selling weed for a minute, how in the Big mm-hmm. was cool, Going on tour, how he met Erica Badu. And it was just so creative and it made me like really get more into the pattern of like giving off these stories within my music. But Kendrick with the lyricism when it came to like yeah. uh and it came to like me just trying to say something not too deep to the point to where it get through to the to the edge, like what do you say? But it, it's, it's to the point to where, oh, I got it. Like, oh, that was cold. Like, I got it. The bars and shit. Like, um like a lot of people will be telling. I always got mentioned, um uh, like, with battle rap and shit. Like, oh, bro, when I was coming up, like, when I was, like, first, like, rapping, my friends, I was like, bro, you can, like, you should do shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, but that would be fun.
3: Because me and my friends used to <laughs> battle rap.
2: Like, me and my friends used to just freestyle and just talk shit about each other. And that's how mm-hmm. I, became, I became better at freestyling. Cause I was just freestyling my friends every day after school, or we would go to somebody's house or in the backyard after they playing basketball, just rapping and play the beat. Somebody make the beat. We just talking shit, just, like, either freestyling off the top of our heads or we dissing each other, like, look at your shoes type of shit. So that became mm-hmm. – that, that was in, like, 11th grade. So that became, like, a lot of the attitude when it came to, like, me being an artist, like, me knowing that I got it because mm-hmm. I – like, I knew I had it at an early age, but it's different when you ain't confident with your flow. Like, okay, I had Fine. the writing skills. I had the writing skills, cool, but I didn't want to sound like Eminem. I didn't want to sound like Kendrick Lamar, I didn't want to sound like I did So I'm like, okay, I got to create my own style, my own pattern, and just, you know, um, going through the motions of, like, different sounds and different uh, styles and shit. And it became, like, that nappy, that nappy stuck out. Like, that nappy Devi, or uh, that, mm-hmm. na- that nappy Because it's two sides, nappy Devi. I think a lot of people don't get that. Nappy and Debbie are two different artists. Nappy okay. is the aggressive. Yeah, nappy is the aggressive um, shit talker. Like, okay, nachos, that'd be nappy-deppy. I mean, that'd be nappy, Devi. i mean okay. that would be nappy i am sorry. Nachos would be nappy. Uh, hot fries, that, uh, that, uh murder, honey in my cup, that'd be like Nappy too because uh, it's like more, more aggressive and more toned. But Debbie is mm-hmm. the, the person who's expressing himself. Debbie is the one that's so passionate and so caring and he wanted to world peace and give a fuck about everything, about the flowers and the birds and the bees and shit. That that <laughs> Debbie want to be all cool and make sure everybody alright, but Nappy, like, man, fuck that. We about to go right. get this money. We about to go turn up. That's Nappy. It's a different like Nappy, and when they make songs together, it's you know the rapping and the singing and the vibes. Because I can't say Nappy is all rap and Debbie's all singing because it's not like that. But
1: Debbie's more,
2: uh, feeling like Arnold Palmer. That's Debbie. Muffin. That's Debbie. You feel me? Right. Right. That's that feeling. That's that. Oh shit! I feel some type of way. I want to say it. Nappy, like oh shit, fuck that. I don't really care. But I'm about to talk about why I don't care. So. Those I love it between, yeah those are the two differences between Nappy Desi and I always wanted people to understand that like I don't want it to be placed in a box so it's like I'm always going to be creatively different that's why 7-Eleven was so different like I didn't know what to I didn't know what people would think about it the whole concept but I knew what I thought about it I knew what it where it came from in my own head so it was like alright I'm going to put this shit out and people rock with
1: it so it was cool so it's like yeah that's what's up. So, there's a question that I ask everybody on the podcast. Yes, ma'am. Um, what, being a part of the local artist community, what what is what is one thing that you would like to see change?
2: Um, community—the word itself. Uh, I think that word "community" is a uh, a very good thing. It, it's been getting better. Like um, personally, Detroit has been supporting each other in a different way. By like, okay, mm-hmm. um, no di- no dissing to any Detroit artist. But I'm so tired of this fame sound of music. Like I personally don't have anything against artists who are influenced from you know influenced by other artists or just take key, it take uh take from or uh, just, you know, expired by certain individuals. But I think we just need that difference. I think we need to give a little more, bit more. You know, more
1: individuality? More
2: yeah, more individuality. Like, I don't want to hear the same sound to beat, the same sound that flows, and then everybody saying it's hard when in actuality it sounds like the last track I just played. So it's just like I can't, I can't guess what everybody's feeling from their own, what they feel is good, what they feel is hype, and what they feel is not. You know, that's right. their own personal thing. But I just want people to be more open-minded to different sounds, to things that can give the city more of a personal light. Like, uh, more of a light because there's so much talent here and so much talent that gets pushed to the side because of the street play or just trying to – the more harder, aggressive shit that's, that that comes from people who probably don't even live that, certain, that lifestyle. So it's just right. like you, you really hear it and you just be like, all right, bro. Can we please just get some shit to where these doors are opening up for individuals, some more individuality, people, some, some different sounds, some different qualities, some different vibes? Because it's so much different time I didn't met so many different artists, to the to the screamo types, to the to the melodic, to the to the people who just play instruments. I didn't met so many different type of rappers/singers, and it's been such a a way to hear like the ones who are very good and the ones, you know, they're just doing it for the fun of it. But the ones who are very good and you're just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you on? And it's like, right. I just want our hometown to be more accepting of different vibes. Like, I don't, and I think that's what we lack like at sometimes because a lot of, in and, and Atlanta, we have so many different sounds. Of course, a lot of the trap is overpowering Atlanta, but you know there's so many different artists in Atlanta that we can say, that came right. from Atlanta. Like J J is a lyrical mastermind that's in the Dreamville, you know what I'm saying? He's from Atlanta and his music is very crazy. Shit. Uh fucking Outkast, back to Andre. Like and you know we got the uh Young Thugs, we got futures like that, but T I but like, it's also still that there's still the different sounds. Like those you can't put all of them in the same category as music artists, but they are the exactly yeah. but they all from the same place. And I think we need that in Detroit. We need like, okay, we got Eminem, we got Big Shine, and we, you know, we got parts of T-Grizzly and Sada Baby, but T-Grizzly and Sada Baby are mainly known in the city. Like, they need, they and they can reach out. And these are artists with their own fan base, where with their own push. We also got artists with different sounds that don't sound similar to them, you know what I'm saying, who also right. have who also have good drive, who also have good, great music. So it's like, you want I just want to see more of that diversity, that, that individuality when it comes to people um, allowing them, like, being themselves within the music and not trying to play their roles just to get ahead and then flop right. once they get ahead. So it's like, right. so I appreciate where I am as an artist. Like, I don't, I'm not rushing it. I don't want something so soon to where it overpowers my person, like, where I am now. I'm not right. going to overpower my person where where I am now as a person, like, I'm only 23. I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a person and as an artist. So it's like I'm just, I know my time is going to be kind of like when it needs to be. not when I want it. you know, I don't want to work a job. I really don't want to get up to, for work tomorrow. But in all seriousness, I know that it's going to come when when it needs to, when it's supposed right. to. Right. So it's right. I just wish that we all can have that that ear for difference, for just, okay, this sounds dope. This is cold as fuck. And this isn't exactly the same style as the last one. And just have that, exactly. open, ear to, to have that open ear to let different vibes, to, to catch it, to catch that vibe because it's, it's, it's there. You know, you can hear it. You know, you can rock out with it. And it's, it, trust me, it's, it's happening. I really can tell, like, the diversity is kind of growing. Like, even within the street artists, they don't sound the street as they used to. You know what I'm saying? So they, yeah. they' starting to sound they're trying to use the auto tune and go into the more of their feelings or what they're expressing so it it's a difference, Like I feel like it, it is changing in a way maybe it, it just needs to be a more of a heavy change. I wish I could see it a lot faster, but I feel like it's happening, and you know
1: yeah' an, it's a, it's a process, and
3: exactly.
1: people have to. Have to understand and, and accept that it's okay to be different. It's okay to have a different sound about yourself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, I notice when when a person is really confident, you know, not cocky, but still has that humility, and mm-hmm. they're confident in in what they're doing, and they really love what they're doing. Mm. People people will flock to that. Mm. Exactly. But, you know you you don't you don't you don't have to beg nobody to to like nothing it it's it's right. gonna come but it's a right. process everything is not gonna be like wham bam microwave let me put this right. on two thirty seconds and it's done no mm-hmm. it, it don't work like that don't so right. I, I I applaud you for having that mindset and and you know approaching your career like that because. You know, when you when you try to get it like real quick, it you, you run into all these pitfalls and you mm-hmm. make all these mistakes that you maybe could have avoided if you just took your time and 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 made the creation grow like it's supposed to. Exactly. So, yes. that's what's up. That's
2: what's up. 100. Thank you. Right. I mean, I need this phone call because you know, the kid I think a lot of people see the, the social media but don't see the person. So it's like uh Yeah. I mean not even too much into my personal life. It's just like, yeah, like uh we are we human bro. And yeah. behind but we're behind like the luxury or behind anything like for the artists who are just coming up and the artists who are already there. are they right. only people are only gonna show you what they want you to see. You know what I'm saying? Especially on social social media. Even in that personal is. life, you ain't about to go into complete detail about the argument you have with such and such. You gonna tell your half, like, look, you know what I mean? You to right. Say, well, yeah, she called me this and that. She just said I had these like roaches in the house. Like you know, this not going too crazy. You gonna get little bits and pieces of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, like, it's, it's the same thing with social media, and it's like I think a lot of people forget. Like yo, I'm a human at the end of the day. I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like I be needing social media break sometimes. Like sometimes I I want I can make a story like weeks on weeks in back to back just make stories and post shit every day. But then it gets to that point to where I'm like, all right, man, like all right, life is kind of hitting the fan. Like shit hitting the fan right now. So let me kinda set back, uh, give this media break real quick so I can catch back on. Like what well, I gotta
1: take care of, and that's just being human. That's just like also. Like, and you it, like, you have you have to do that sometimes. You know it's. it's <laughs> It's some days where I'm like, you know what, I'm not even gonna look at this. <laughs> it's, it's just, you need that break. You need to take a break sometimes and, and focus and
3: and just get certain things
1: on track because man, you can sit on you can be on Instagram and Facebook the whole day will go by and you'd be like, Damn and not have gotten anything done that you need to get done. It's it's so easy to happen.
2: Man, I'm so aware cause it happened before, and it got to the point to where I was like, uh, "Yeah, so like, I wanted to, you know, what I'm saying, it got to that point to where I was like, oh, I need to, I need to put the phone down. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I don't want to be on social right now. I don't want to be on Facebook. I don't want to be on Instagram. Like I just, I, I know you saw the whole Twitter thing. That was real. Like you know what I mean. Like somebody really made a fake account with my face, and that was so weird. That was like what? Like that? That's crazy. That made me. That you know what I'm saying? That was so crazy to me because it was like, it was like, yo, I'm, I'm not even there yet, y'all. What? Like there's a fake account with my picture? Like I never. <laughs> I thought I've gotten catfish before, but I've never thought somebody would see me as the catfish. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody, oh, you a catfish. So it's like, what made that motherfucker think? Like, yo, this nigga catfish worthy. I'm about to make a fake account. Like, you know
1: what I'm saying? Did they take it down?
2: I I don't know. Like, I got to go. I got to check it. But um, Twitter. I I I know I
1: reported it.
2: They literally been on some boards talking about, like, they didn't see anything exactly stating, like, they can't take it down just yet. But a lot of people has reported it. Like, a lot of people told me they were to report it. So I don't know if it took it down. Hopefully so, because that is, like, some major bull. But I, it, I got it It'll probably get taken <laughs> down. Yeah, I got blocked. So I blocked. I got blocked because I started hamming him. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I started hamming, dude. Like, this don't even sound <laughs> like me. You're not a good impersonation to me. But so it was just sad. So he just, like,
1: it's Wow. Crazy. That's crazy.
2: It is, though. It's crazy as hell. But it's also, like, it made me think once you get there, it's going to be even worse. Like, it's going to be way more people who make a figure call. It's going to be way more
1: people. And, and, you know, that's what that's what these big mainstream artists, they, they ha- like, for example, um, what was I on, Facebook? I get mm-hmm. a Facebook inbox message. The name of the page was Will Smith gift. Mm. Talking about um, you won ten ten thousand dollar dog, Don't play with me like that. I can use that money. right. right. <laughs> you and, right. And, and, and you know it wasn't Will Smith. I'm like somebody need to get get tell Will Smith to give his people to stop he, playing. Man. Exactly. And it's like you know, stu- you do know, you don't want to call them stupid, but. Vulnerable people fall for stuff like that. And they click mm-hmm. on links and, and you know, and their, compu- like, their computer somebody... blow up or their bank account. You can you, you get take you your whole account.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Man, take your whole identity just because you clicked on something that was fake.
2: You can't even do it. That's what I'm like, nope. man, The shit. These scams, <laughs> they
1: out here. they out here hard. Yeah, and it's and, like and okay. this this time this time in the world, right. scammers are like they living it up because people are falling we for help. Okay, <laughs> because of what they're going through, they're like, oh, I need that, you know, and they. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Hell mm-hmm. no. Crazy. People, people like... that I people that I know, if they send me something mm-hmm. and it's a link, and they're like, I, I automatically respond with "Change your password." I ain't clicking on that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly.
2: It, it, yeah. It, it do like it'd be a link that say it will be like, "Oh, look what I made for you." Don't get like. Something like that. And then you would click Hell
1: it and put the there, like, what the fuck? Why well, I got a that Like, no, I'm saying. You know, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I don't care who it is. I I will, if I know them personally, I'll call them and be like, did you send this to me? And they'll be like, no, mm-hmm. what you talking about? Like, you better change your password.
2: Mm-mm. It was one moment at the time where I got like three of them from like different people, and it was like, and like the the midst of the same week, and I'm like, bro, what the hell? Somebody tried to finesse my account, like, dog. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was on Instagram, and I was like,
1: damn. Yeah. Mm. Or you got yeah. those coupons. People send you them coupons for Chipotle and stuff, and oh, and it'd no. be like fifty dollars, and I'm like, look, I know darn good well because I got it from three different people in one week. Right. And I'm like, right. I ain't clicking on this. I don't know what this. is. I like Chipotle, but I nope. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel that. It's all well, crazy. Let, let my let my listeners know how they can um get your music and contact you if they want you to perform or they want to book you or whatever. Um. My uh music is available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple
2: Music, whatever you want to use, YouTube as Nappy Devi. Um that's N A P P I. Nappy with an I, not a Y. N A P P I Space mm-hmm. D E V I. Once again that's Nappy Devi. N A P P I Space D E V I. If you wanna book me or, you know, send me an email about information or whatever, um my email is nappy devi seven 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 at gmail dot com. Uh, that's for booking or whatever. Um you can also contact uh my manager Terry. Um, give me one second, I'm looking through his phone. If you wanna ever like try to book anything or get everything like situated, um this cool guy, he's very uh good with, you know, uh working everything. His cell phone number is seven three four eight one nine three six seven five. And you know and his that's name what is you want Terry. To Terry, yes ma'am, Terry Martin. Um mm-hmm. and he's uh oh cool. Old, old school cat from the city whatever, You know, you know um, That's if you want to book Or you know Get some information on a kid And try to work through that And shit And I'm trying to do shows Trust me That's something I love doing shows I rather I like doing shows than I like making music sometimes Because the shows it's where you get that energy, that speed, that that real feedback. A song is dope as fuck, but it's not as dope until you perform it in front of people. So it's it like, is. It yeah.
1: is a really big difference when
2: it is. You know, if it it's huge. an
1: artist that I like, when I go see them live, it's a totally Man. different thing.
2: Because you can feel it. You can feel that expression through the music. Yes. You can feel. You can feel they they. They uh, struggle or whatever they was trying to give off in that song and that moment, and you know, especially if they're a good performer, you get, man, it just makes you enjoy it more. It's just like dog, exactly. Trust me, it's boys out here with some cult music, but you know what I'm saying. Still got to you know just got to work on the stage a little more. So it's like, and that's one of my, and I'm trying to put myself on the high pedestal. That's one of my great assets. I I'm dope on the stage. So if you do not want to book me,
1: you got the you, You're definitely dope on the stage because your <laughs> stage your stage presence was very uh in it 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 drew the crowd in. You know what I'm saying? Mm.
3: And it's like yes. your
1: your mannerisms and your, your movements and everything. You you're comfortable up there and you can see it. You can see that you really like performing. And that, that was Thank really you. impressive as well.
2: Thank you. Like that's that's all it is. That's all this all it is to me. Is this is something that's destined to happen. I have been through the, the ups and downs to know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like when that's somebody tell you themselves, or somebody tell you, like you know, don't stop. Like it's different getting that feedback from a, a familiar a face you've never seen before, and it's right. like they like tell you, like yo, you cold as fuck. Your music made me feel better and all this shit. It, it makes you like, whoa, bro, like. Thank you. And it's overwhelming because it's like, damn, I was just trying to get some steam out and they really fucked with it like (laughs) that. Like, oh, so yeah, this is, this is all me. This is life for me. So thank you for having me.
1: That's the problem. You're welcome. I appreciate you being a part of vibing in the D with Lily.
2: No problem. I appreciate, you know, being a part. Well, you just said that, but yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I really, really, really enjoyed the conversation. I really did. I mean, it, to um, to you know, just uh, express and just uh, tell my uh, half of tell yeah. as an artist. A lot of people just see the face or the the performance, but they they don't know the guy behind this, the words sometimes. So right. I, I'm glad I got here. I'm glad I got yeah. to open up. So for those yeah, so who are good. listening, I really appreciate you know. Being on vibe and the with the D and the D, so. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You've been on your
2: go like to make bathroom to go from making songs in my bathroom to to go to like performing in stadiums and shit
1: so yeah that's what's
2: up
1: Mm -hmm. all right well i appreciate it
0: detroit detroit when i tell you i'm impressed under the age of 25 lyrical skills like a master he is on his way make sure you support this artist that's nappy debbie in a ppi not a why in space D E V I. Check him out. He's on all uh streaming outlets. Support him. Download his music. Stream his music. Hit him up. Follow him on social media. You know what to do. Until the next episode, I'm out.
3: Talking to the diamonds of Detroit